0: morning the following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative listener discretion is advised so my advice would be to indoctrinate them and get them to know like and trust you so rather than trying to sell them something right away give them some value
1: It is Q&A Thursday, and I am here as always with Guillermo Puyol, my co-host. Guy, how are you doing, my friend? I'm excited to be here, Manny. How are you? I am good, and it's now two podcasts in a row where we get you on. This is going to be cool. I'm excited. Um, Got a limited amount of time to get through these Q&As, so we're going to do something a little different. Normally, we have the uh, questions for Guy. We're going to skip those, get right to the meat of it, right, and... uh, blast through this quickly what do you say Guy let's get it done man all right so let's start with question number one hit me up okay so this one uh was posted in the
0: fba high rollers group by brandon club and he says today i had a customer purchase a very unusual quantity of my product and i'm slightly concerned this might be a competitor who plans to eventually return the items I've already notified Amazon, and they have put a note on the order to protect me against any future problems with it, but I would like to limit the purchase quantity for all future orders. If I remember correctly, there's a podcast that talked about doing this, and there's a way to block the 999 trick and block the product research tools from seeing your product as a good opportunity. Unfortunately, I can't find the AMPM episode or any other info about how to do it. So basically he wants to find out how to limit the order quantity and keep competitors from like buying a bunch of his inventory.
1: Right, okay. So um, there's probably a couple ways of doing this and it changes based on the category that you're in. Uh, For example, uh, we, we actually talked about this on the Facebook group. Um, and by the way, guys, if you're not part of the Facebook group, check it out. Okay. Over at, uh, just type in FBA High Rollers on Facebook and you can join over 8,000 active members there. It's really cool. But back to Brandon's question. Uh, we are talking on there. On my on one of my offer pages, I saw, I'm um, sorry, on one of my product pages, I saw uh, the offer tab and if you go down below that you'll see an area where you can select or you can set the the max limit of units that someone can buy but he wasn't seeing that on his product so some products or some categories will not have that listing or that little field on the offer page another place you can do it is on the more details page and if you scroll down you should see a section that says max aggregate ship quantity and you can set it in there so a couple points though Guy. you know this you can set limits on what someone can order per, I guess when they're actually placing that order. But if you're setting your max aggregate ship quantity, that's just how many units maximum they can send out in in an order. It doesn't mean that that person can't come back and order 10 times in a row, right? So, um, so you, if possible, try to set your um, your limits the other way. If you've got it, another way that you could try to do it, and I've heard I haven't actually done this way, done it this way, but I've heard that you can contact seller support and ask to speak to the catalog department, and then when you're communicating with them, they can go in and set some limits for you. Um, again, I haven't actually done this, just what I heard, so I can't uh, validate whether that's accurate or not. But it's an option. Give it a shot. Outside of keeping your competitors from buying too much, it also stops tools from seeing what kind of inventory you have you know what I mean because he mentioned that 999 trick right and if, if you don't know what the 999 trick is you can just go into Amazon find a product that you're curious to see how much inventory that seller has in stock and then add it to your cart and then when you go to the checkout page uh, change the quantity from 1 to 999 999 right that's why it's called the 999 trick and then it'll tell you how many units are actually in stock if they, if they have less um, than 999 right Right. So if they have uh, less than 999, it'll say something like, sorry, there's only 327 in stock. So that's a little trick you can use to find um, the inventory levels of people. But if you have this quantity uh, limit set, that won't work because it'll say, sorry, you can, I don't remember the exact terminology, but it's something like, sorry, you can only purchase 10 units uh, or there's a maximum of 10 units per customer or something like that. So uh, that stops that. So this is kind of cool. But that's it. That should answer that question awesome all right Guy, let's go to question number two
0: all right so this one was also posted on the fba High rollers group by antonio taco and he says i've got around six thousand emails from a recent sweepstakes with it what's the best or first best thing uh, i can do with this so he has he uh, facebook ads then uh, redirect to amazon email marketing, offering some discount to all the participants, perhaps, other. He says, I don't have a website yet. I don't know if that helps.
1: Okay. So, you know what, Guy? I'm going to push the mic over to you. So, why don't you uh, take a shot at this one?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, first of all, props to you for getting a list of 6,000 emails. That's really great. Um, I read in the thread that that was part of the agreement that you did by doing the uh, with a magazine. So that's awesome. Now you do have to be careful, make sure that you have uh, permission to, to email those people. So that's just a little warning there. Now what you could do, given that this was a uh, kind of like a giveaway, those could be freebie seekers and uh, kind of tire kickers. So my advice would be to indoctrinate them uh, get them to know, like, and trust you. So rather than trying to sell them something right away, give them some value uh kind of train them to open your emails so if you do a series of emails that are around your niche maybe a tutorial uh anything that gives them value and shows them that when they open your emails there's a reward on the other side instead of a sales pitch that's going to go a long way so you want to provide value establish a relationship with these people and then farther down the communication line then you can of course get them to either for example like uh, your facebook page get them to other avenues get um, contact them in, in different points and eventually you can of course give them a, a coupon to buy a different product of yours things of that nature now if you want to be super aggressive you could just email the, the people that didn't buy the giveaway and give them a coupon code to purchase your Whatever you were giving away, so that's that's an option. But again, these these are most likely freebie seekers if they're going for the sweepstakes. So the conversions there may not be great, and you might actually end up losing a, a, a good chunk of the list.
1: You have anything to add, Manny? Um, you want to talk about uh, using that email list on Facebook and lookalikes?
0: Yeah, I mean, again, it's 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 a matter of. Um, how much of a relationship and you have with the, with that list, and whether you think that they they will recognize your your product or your brand? So you could upload the the emails and and create a an audience on Facebook and market to them directly. So that's always an option. But from the email marketing point of view, I think you, you're best uh, to create a relationship and then try to pitch them. Uh, you could actually use that um, that list of emails and create a lookalike, like Manny said, and that expands that audience. So Facebook does a pretty good job of uh, seeing patterns in different users. So if you upload 6,000 emails, chances are that you're going to get maybe 50% to match, so around 3,000 individual users, and they will find the commonalities and allow you to expand that audience. So that could be a great tool for... Marketing and growing like a Facebook page around your niche or even expanding the the email list, so there's definitely value in that list. You just have to be uh, creative on on how you use it instead of just blasting ads to them and, and burning out the list
1: yeah that makes sense and it's something that we're gonna be experimenting with soon as well since we've got tens of thousands of customers who've bought our products is to get those get those customers into facebook um so let's just say there's ten thousand customers um, that match up. Um, it's not just those ten thousand people that we'll be targeting. I mean that'd be great because if they bought product A and now we have product B or something that complements product A, they're going to see these ads on Facebook and we should be able to uh, get pretty decent conversions. But like Gee just mentioned, we can do lookalike audiences where now that ten thousand might expand out to you know five hundred thousand people that have similar interests or similar what however Amazon, uh, sorry uh, Facebook. Um, things that they're lookalikes and now we have a much larger audience. So definitely going to be experimenting on that. And then now uh, we can do a whole show on that. Cause that's going to be really, really cool stuff.
0: Yeah. And without trying to get too technical with the Facebook ads, you, you do have to be careful with lookalike audiences because I mean, Facebook is in the business of selling you ads. So the lookalike audience that they give you is, I, I would highly recommend they still narrow it down. So you build it out, let's say 500,000, of lookalikes, but then from that lookalike audience, you want to make sure that you add something else. Like, let's say from this audience, people that actually buy products online, or if you, if you sell a high end product, you actually can narrow down what kind of products they buy—high um, uh, end or or economy type products. So you can narrow the narrow it down, and the relevance score is going to to increase you don't want to have a, a campaign running with a low relevance score because Facebook, Facebook is just going to penalize you
1: yeah I think it's smart you know if you got a product that's 90% women you know go in and filter out the men there's no reason to uh, to try to hit that 10% and, and kill your conversions so uh, yeah. alright that's cool man yeah th- we can talk about this for days there's so much stuff and, and Guy's just full of all the uh, all the details and knowledge when it comes to that I'm, I'm learning it as I go so uh, very cool so Those were our two questions. I think we got through them very quickly. That's cool. And um, we're going to end it on that, Guy. I'm not going to ask you any crazy questions. I'm dying to ask you one, though, but we're going to skip it. (laughs) Yeah, maybe next time. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you uh, for listening.
0: You've been listening to the AMPM Podcast, hosted by Manny Coates. For more information, insider Insider tools, tools, and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit ampmpodcast.com.